So on a real regular basis, you hear me opine and complain about what goes on in the media. Primarily the lack of good journalism when it comes to business communications, business economics, everything business has gotten to be a real, well, go to the Drudge Report. Sometimes you'll get more accurate news than you will from reliable sources, supposedly, like the Wall Street Journal, Market Watch, and Bloomberg. With that, let's talk and connect the dots with what happened to a band director from the University of Florida in Orlando after the Gators won a football game against the Miami Hurricanes. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Connecting Dots. Make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. So we have a fellow by the name of Jay Watkins, and he's the director of Gator Marching Band. He was assaulted Saturday in the game against the Miami Hurricanes. It was played in Orlando Saturday night. Now, what he was doing, he was leading the band back to the buses, and it's at this thing called Camping World Stadium. You might remember that. It used to be called, I guess, the Citrus Bowl or whatever years ago. And so a lot of this is being reported in the Gainesville Sun. That's where we're drawing our research from. And the bottom line is this guy, again, Watkins, is leading the kids back to the buses. Now, when I say kids, understand we're talking about adults. If it was a group of high school students, they would be kids. But these are adults that are in college and are in band. So what do they do? They've got some lines up so that the band can stay together. They go to the buses. You want to make sure that you don't lose anybody. Nothing kind of happens, et cetera, et cetera. So some woman wants to cut across the line. And what does Watkins do? He puts his hand up and says, oh, no, don't do that. And they do it again to keep track of the students. Well, apparently that upset somebody. Some low IQ mental moron that was at the game decided to have a hissy attack. And apparently, I'm going to read in between the lines, she tells her man, man, don't be talking to me like that. And so dude comes up, grabs the uh, director and slams him to the ground, right? That's bad enough, right? That's bad enough. But here's what really burns my britches. So what really burns me up is the fact that the reporter can write about the fact that Watkins sustained bumps and scrapes on his head and elbow. Okay, that's fine. We get that. And we learn about the fact that he teaches at the College of of Arts and he's been an associate director of bands since 2006. Now, the reporter goes on to say that no charges have been filed. Well, of course not, because apparently, now again, let's kind of think this thing through, Nobody saw it. See, nobody saw this. All of the band people that were walking, nobody saw it. Nope. In fact, Watkins himself didn't even see it. Yes, somebody came up and grabbed him, threw him to the ground. He's got bumps and bruises in his head, but he didn't see it. In fact, it was Casper the Muscle Man that probably beat this guy up because the reporter for the Gainesville Sun writes, an unknown person attacked the University of Florida's band director as he led the band back to its buses following a football game Saturday night in Orlando. Okay, unknown. Unknown and no description. That means Casper the friendly ghost is now Casper the unfriendly ghost and beat the shit out of this guy by doing a WWE throwdown. And apparently there weren't any mats, so the guy kind of got bruised and bumped up. So listen to the reporter, Gainesville Sun, and all you 
horrible reporters out there that have, you know, you're just, you suck, okay? White, black, male, female, uh, brown, Asian, green. Did they have uh, Miami uh, colors on? Were they gator people? I mean, this could have been some yeehaw bubba from the Woodtickville, USA of, of Gainesville area, somewhere in Alachua County that was mad because, you know, his girl wanted to go see their kid playing uh, uh, the clarinet, and he kind of, like, upset that the kid plays the clarinet anyways. He wanted you know, Bobby to be playing the drums, and now the kid's playing the clarinet and wearing a, a frou-frou hat. Maybe it's some buckwheat out in the sticks. We don't know. Maybe it's some guy who uh, I know. Again, it's Casper the Unfriendly Ghost. It's reporting like this that really burns me up because it's just piss poor. You know, these people should have half a brain to do something that actually describes what happened. No, this is all journalism by sitting at a desk, and I'll show you why. So as we continue with the story, we find out from the spokesperson, this fellow uh, by name of Steve Orlando, okay? Steve Orlando, USF spokesperson, and the attack took place in Orlando. Kind of cool, huh? Weird. See how that thing works out. But here's the thing. He says a University of Miami fan tried to cut across a line, and Watkins put his hand up to advise her not to do so. Okay, so now we know there's a high probability that it was a University of Miami fan, but what else do we know? Is it short? Is it tall? Is it medium length? Is it blonde? Is it brunette? Is it fatter than a, than a, than a backyard bus? I mean, what is the story, you know? We got Kukla Fran and Ollie. I mean, is she pretty? Is she uh, white, black, brown, green? Who knows? But see, in today's politically correct world, whatever that means, you can't talk about people. And apparently, if this attack actually happened, what's more disturbing is what I'll talk about next. So no charges have been filed, but Watkins did file an incident report with the Orlando Police Department. And again, remember, who knows what the person looks like because the reporter is too damn lazy to get the police report. And if they did get the report, apparently it's too controversial to describe who the person is that committed the offense. Now, the thing is, they're saying, oh, the most important thing to us and to Jay is that no students were hurt. It's terribly unfortunate that this thing ever happened. Well, no kidding, it's terribly unfortunate. But here's the question, did anybody fight back? You got all these students with weapons in their hand, right? So let's just assume, again, it's, it's Bobby, okay, playing the clarinet, and he sees his daddy coming across because mama wanted to get across. Maybe Bobby should have taken his clarinet and shoved it in daddy's gut and told him to get back. Or how about this, what if, Bobby isn't related to these people, and Bobby plays, I don't know, a tuba. Take the tuba and thump the guy and knock his ass out. Here's the thing. I'm a boomer. I'm embarrassed by all the boomers that we have in this world who have been in charge, who have basically pussified the entire world. Yeah, no kidding. I'm getting fed up. I mean, really every day getting fed up with the journalism, the pussification, the, the, the lack of reporting that we got going on, and a lack of manhood in this country. We are, being, we are being pillaged constantly because we're even there. Here's the thing, you gotta fight back. Oh, it says we're at the mercy of security personnel and at a neutral site rather than what a university might employ. So what they're saying is excuses, excuses, excuses. Here's what I know. The woman probably shouldn't cross the line. I get that. The woman probably had a hissy attack. I get that. You can just picture what this went on, right? Don't be talking to me like that. 
And then the dude, he didn't like us, who he thumps this guy. Again, remember, WWE, throws him to the ground, bang, boom. Hey, you got the picture. And then what happens? Nothing. Watkins doesn't do anything, apparently, to fight back. And all the students who are adults, a bunch of scaredy cats. They've been, they've been trained to be like the lemmings in the Pied Piper. I mean, we used to laugh at stories like that. Who follows somebody and walk, goes off the cliff? The Pied Piper. If you don't know what the Pied Piper is, look it up. So apparently there was actually guidelines about sportsmanship that say you shouldn't do this kind of stuff. And that directors are... Well, they should better educate their people about treating sports rivals with respect. Now, that assumes that these scumbags, Mama and Bubba, um, would even be able to understand the word sportsmanship, okay? They're probably just scumbag fans that wanted to be in the game. I mean, Hurricanes don't have exactly the best reputation going back years ago. So you're supposed to just sit there and take it? I don't think so. No, you don't have to have a badge and a gun to defend yourself. It says no guidelines currently exist about adequate security protocol, though it may be something which members may be interested to include in the future. Oh my God. Get a life. Security? Yeah, sure. But how about standing up for yourself every once in a while? So the University of Miami Media Relations and the Athletic Department, as well as the University of Florida Athletic Department and Watkins, oh, it couldn't be reached for comment. Well, that's some really great reporting, huh? Here's the big thing. These are the kind of stories. They're just out there, right? But they're stories that you could actually do something with. Instead of putting all this crap out there, how about actually writing a story about have these events ever happened in the past? Real simple. I mean, you can Google search this. You can journalism 101 by sitting at your desk and doing some basic Googling searches, right? Anybody could do that. But apparently this reporter can't or there is so little space given to these people either online or in a paper. In fact, why is it all these papers, you got to have the same crap online that you do in the paper and the ones that still publish, which is, that's just a matter of time before that's all gone. What was the description of this guy? Did any of the children, students fight back? Were there any witnesses? Do you have anybody from the uh, Orlando Police Department to give you a, a statement on this? That's kind of a big deal. I mean, this guy is not a celebrity, but he is high profile. I mean, where do you draw the line? You can make a mountain out of a molehill on this, but how about having some basic, fundamental reporting? And this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, is one of the problems we have when it comes to the financial services industry. For example, the unemployment rate. Everybody's talking about the unemployment rate being so low, yet nobody ever talks about the U6, which is not the number that everybody reports. People talk about housing, but they don't talk about where the bright spots and the black spots are for housing. People talk about housing being unaffordable, and yet we don't talk about the fact that twenty-five to $50,000 of homes in California is the result of regulations. You've got to do this, that, or something else. You know, affordable housing, the blame oftentimes lies at the feet of those who are making the laws, rules, and regulations. And when you make everything so bubble boy life protected. How does anybody get ahead? You know, kids don't work today. Kids can't get jobs. Teenagers can't get jobs. Teenage unemployment. You know, some of us, like me, I've been working since I was 10 years of age. I have over 50 years of working. But a lot of these kids are graduating. They are going to be in their 30s before they get a job, and then they expect to retire at age 55. Let's see, 30 to 40 is 10, to 50 is 20, and they're going to retire after 25 years of work. Yeah, good luck with that. You wonder why this country's going to hell in a handbasket? It's because we don't have legitimate, honest-to-God conversations like this, 
And in the financial services industry, it's about facts and figures. Facts and figures. This is one of those bullshit journalistic articles that means nothing. There are so many open questions that we should be asking ourselves. And this is the reason why people are not subscribing to organizations such as those that produce the Gainesville Sun. That does it for today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Paul Truesdell with Fix Cost Financial. You can reach us by phone by calling 212-433-2525 between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern. Again, that's 212-433-2525. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. But ideally, for links, notes, PDFs, videos, and more to this podcast, well, simply go directly to FixCostFinancial.com and click on the blog or podcast links. For quick reference, and this is easy to remember, simply type dots.fm. That's dots.fm. Isn't that cool? And you'll land right on our podcast page. Now visit Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing, where it's better because it's simple and works. Break the mold and do it today. All rights reserved. Reproduction or use without written authorization prohibited without written authorization.